Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. I'm your host, The Crow Show. I know it's been a little while since we've touched base, but I just wanted to say hello and uh, give you an update on what's going on with Red Rank Podcast. Got a lot to talk about today. We're talking about the Forge and Fog chapter, which will be out probably as of the time you're listening to this. I joined a new stream team called The Four Directions. That's uh, based on Native Canadian, Native American content creators. I'm really excited about that. There's a big, big question going around that I'd love to talk about. Are content creators good or bad for Dead by Daylight? I'll present both sides of the argument and weigh in on my thoughts. I'm really excited for the future of this podcast and of my content creation and of the stream team. So let's get into it. So the new chapter, Forged in Fog, should be out probably by the time you're listening to this. Or if you're a night owl or early bird, <laughs> it, it, it may be out you know, the following morning or the morning of. Anyway, it's really an interesting chapter, which uh, I, I think will, won't really impress people in terms of the killer, uh, the knight. The knight has really amazing design, but is overall a very weak killer for a number of reasons. The knight's power when you uh, launch... Um, basically his army <laughs> at the survivor you're chasing. It's, it's a really hard power to use mid chase and is quite easily countered just by leaving the tile. That's the exact same kind of gameplay for like dredge or the artist. The artist is also another killer that in the dead by daylight community is not very popular because it's not very fun to play against the artist. You just, you get to a pallet, the artist drops a bird there, and maybe you're lucky enough to have a flashlight, you can get rid of it. But because of the bird there, you basically just have to leave the tile, move to the next one, and it's very, very boring gameplay. Now, the knight is not as strong as the artist, <laughs> so survivors will be doing the exact same thing, but they'll be doing it with a, with a lot more information. Uh, they won't be able to hit they won't be able to be hit by ranged attacks like the artist and leaving the tile and running to the next one is going to be their strongest counterplay and uh yeah it's just not super fun interactive gameplay i really hope to be proven wrong they have made made some tweaks to the way the artist or the the knight's power will be used in game, like it'll be quicker to activate and such, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, again, I'm speaking from the perspective of somebody who has a lot of experience playing this game. So it might be, maybe it's going to be more fun, more difficult for newer players to dead by daylight, but the more seasoned players will have a much, much easier time countering the night. I did play a few rounds this night in the player test build, the, the PTB. Seemed like really cool killer. Uh, the map was entirely too red and 
behaviors mention that they will be reducing the redness on the map. We'll just have to wait and see. So stay tuned. I will be streaming um, Dead by Daylight on Tuesday, November 22nd. Probably be solo queue. I don't think I'll be playing the killer because uh, everybody's going to be playing the killer. I anticipate queue times will be very long. But if you want to come hang out and say hi, be sure to do that uh, and leave notifications on. A number of you are listening to the podcast, and I'd love to connect with you while I'm streaming, too. It's a big part of why I created this. I want to cast a net and like build a community through podcasting and through Twitch streaming, my TikToks, YouTube, Twitter, etc. So I, I look forward to getting to know you and if you if you do come through the stream through the podcast be sure to let me know so a couple weeks ago i took the week off off of work i was just very tired it was time for me to take some vacation days during that time i only created a few tiktoks i didn't post any podcasts and i streamed here and there on twitch i didn't really have a schedule and it was really nice I think it's really important for content creators to every now and again, just take a step back and either stream a different game on Twitch, like Dead by Daylight's my main, but I streamed like a game called Brotato and uh, Deep Rock Galactic. I actually participated in a charity for Make-A-Wish Canada, which was really exciting. That That went really well. The entire team collectively raised over $15,000 in one weekend. And it was the second annual event hosted by uh, Crash Pad. Uh, Crash Coex, sorry. The event's called Crash Pad for kids. And uh, there were lots of giveaways. They gave away gear, microphones, cameras, games. I got a game. Uh, it was It was really cool. So that was really nice to just kind of take a step back and just not be so focused on, okay, I've got to put out, you know, five to seven TikToks this week. I've got to edit before I go to bed and I've got to sacrifice sleep so I can edit TikToks and podcasts. And, and on this podcast, I've been going really, really hard in terms of like getting people on the show. And that's been amazing. Like my guests have been absolutely incredible. And I have some really amazing people lined up for the next episodes. It's just a matter of like getting the timing down. But I'm so, so excited for the future of Red Rank Podcast and um, excited for my content creation, wherever it takes me. Um, I would love to be, <laughs> excuse me, hitting bigger numbers on Twitch. Uh, but you know what? The podcast is doing well. I've got really cool people in my corner. I've had some great conversations, and uh, there are big things on the way, including the stream team I just joined called The Four Directions. Uh, we're a stream team led by Witchy Twitchy and Hippo. Uh, there's many artists, voice actors, podcasters, gamers, uh, really big things in the works. And we're organized, and I'm really, really looking forward to collaborations and future projects with The Four Directions stream team. A number of us are Dead by Daylight content creators, so <laughs> we're looking to get organized. And as I mentioned earlier, the four directions 
are an entirely uh, native slash indigenous content creation uh, team uh, on Twitch. Um, November is Native American Heritage Month. And uh, for many, many, many months, uh, Simply Aretha and Witchy Twitchy have been making noise on social media, asking Twitch to acknowledge that we exist as Native American, Native Canadian content creators, and to celebrate us in some kind of way. Uh, Twitch ignored our requests. They, they did mention like, hey, if you get a petition going through our website, they showed us how to do that. And I think Aretha did that last year, and we've been getting signatures ever since. But I guess we didn't get enough signatures. <laughs> Witchy Twitchy assembled a bunch of us, uh, invited us to record brief introductions to who we are, what we do as content creators, and who we are as people. So that was incredibly empowering. Uh, if I'm a good podcaster, I'll leave a link to the video in the show notes. It's about two minutes, two and a half minutes. And it was organized by Witchy Twitchy. And um, at an outcome of what happened is, I can't remember the, the person's exact title, but it was a Twitch staff member recognized the video and the video is at like 92,000 views, something like that. That's just on Twitter. Uh, we've also posted on Instagram and I'm not sure about anywhere else, but it's, it got media coverage. You know, I saw an article or two written on us, uh, an esports team <laughs> retweeted us. Um, it's just a really, really good empowering feeling. We have a discord uh, where we're all organized and we sit in voice calls all day long, all night long, and we just talk and, you know, set goals together. And these are all attainable goals and actionable as well. And we've got people taking the lead saying, hey, I can do this. I can do that. I can take care of this. It's just been a really incredible experience. Again, if I'm, if I'm a good podcaster, I'll leave a link to the stream team, we also have a website where you can see our pictures. We're working on bios and um, links to directly to our Twitch, stuff like that. So if you're a Native American, Native Canadian content creator, hello, hi, I'm, I'm Native Canadian myself and bisexual. <laughs> so I check off a few boxes here and there. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Oh, let's move on to the next topic. So a smaller content creator posted a tweet. I'm not going to single them out. I'm not going to post the tweet. But a tweet was circulating from this person. It was actually a, a series of tweets where they were basically slinging mud at Odd Starva and some other larger Dead by Daylight content creators. Now in the series of tweets, they implied that bigger killer mains are only happy and only go for the 4k and seem to encourage their audience, their community to go for 4k every time they play killer and sweat and try their hardest. Now, if you're listening and you're going, what's a 4k, that's four kills, essentially eliminating every survivor in every trial. Now, the problem with this argument is if you take killer mains like Aunt Starva, uh, Spooky Loops, Umbra, Coconut, they're all really great at Dead by Daylight. And yes, they do 
eliminate all the survivors a majority of the time they play because they're really great at the game. And they have thousands of hours as killer. You know, myself, I'm I'm a pretty small fry. I was a late arrival to Dead by Daylight. I think I have like 3,200 hours in Dead by Daylight. I think I started back in March 2020. So, you know, the person expressed some frustration um, saying that, you know, there's too many other killers out there who are trying to mimic the behavior of these bigger content creators. The problem is, <laughs> if you watch any of these people streaming, they're, they're not super sweating. They're very engaged with their community. And of course, they are very talented and very skilled at the game. That's why they have large audiences. There are times when they quote-unquote sweat for the 4K. But like, who doesn't when they play this game? Um, there are times when, you know, Ots had his series going for 50 wins in a row with every killer. He's got to try his hardest during those rounds, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's the way he wants to play. One counter-argument I have is that I can kind of see their point in terms of say, Tofu or Ots or Spooky Loops or Scott Jun put, put out a video on YouTube. Immediately after those videos come out, people using those builds. Scott Jun put out a video using uh, keys as a strong resource for aura reading. Funny thing is, I put out a TikTok about that about two weeks before him, but, you know, I'm me and he's Scott Jun, so obviously Scott's got way more views than me. And to me, I think that was just coincidence. In this game, when you get a bunch of people trying to think of different builds, trying to think of different combinations, it's just a matter of time before we all stumble upon the exact same thing. And even then, I doubt either one of us were the first to put these keys together. But Scott put out a video, and the next day and for the next week or two, I was seeing a lot of people using the exact same key build and I see it when people play Wesker. You know, Scott John has a particular build for Wesker, and then everybody else is using it. Now, the question is, are content creators good or bad for Dead by Daylight? You know, if, if you get people saying, here's how you, here's a strong build, go out and use it. Here's an effective way to be killer. Go out and use these tactics. I can see why people would think that's bad for Dead by Daylight. But overall, I think content creators are good for Dead by Daylight. We hear thank you quite a bit while we're streaming or putting out content, giving people perspective on things. I've learned a lot from virtually every single person I've listed today. Starva, Tofu, Spooky, Scott Jund, Umbra. These people all put out really quality content, a lot of great information, and, um, you know, without them, I wouldn't have the knowledge I have today, <laughs> so probably wouldn't be creating this podcast. So overall, I believe content creators are good. It's just that Dead by Daylight can be a very frustrating game to play, and when we lose, um, we often look for other people to blame rather than take responsibility and own the mistakes we make while we play this game. So again, I can see that person's point. 
to an extent, but overall it was very flawed and not a great argument to make, especially with the uh, responses received by the community. That was really interesting to watch unfold. So fingers crossed I have big news to share later on this week. You'll want to stay tuned to my Twitch streams and to my Twitter, um, TikTok as well. There will be links uh, in the show notes for all of my links. I have my link tree, which includes a link to the Spotify, um, link for, for Red Rank Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Even an 18 plus link, which, hey, if you're not 18 plus, don't click it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I do want to thank you for the continued support on Red Rank Podcast. I want to encourage you to please rank the podcast on any platform you're listening on, if you can. On Spotify, you do have to do it on your phone. So if you can give me a five-star rating, I'd really appreciate that. Uh, and if you have a chance to do a written review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform, I would really, really appreciate that. So thank you very much for listening, and I hope to see you in the fog.